Boom, boom. It's a local lowdown. It's local and it's a lowdown. Giving you the lowdown on all things local. Local, lowdown. You live here. Hey, hey, Northwest Arkansas. Welcome back to, well, that was redundant. Welcome back to another episode of AANWA. Uh, I am Zach Pinky. I'm Peyton Finley. And this is The Local Lowdown, a show where we talk about the best spots to hang out in Northwest Arkansas, the best food to eat in Northwest Arkansas, and the best events to attend in Northwest Arkansas. And we're here to give you the uh, reader's choice recommendations for those things. Um, so we are we are here to tell you about the stuff that we enjoy that we want you to enjoy also. So insider selection, insider selection. I can't say insider pick because that's a leisure list. Thing. Okay, okay, yeah. I was trying to avoid their sort of mm-hmm. thing. I'm probably going to get sued now. You know now that J- I've said insider pick. Jer is really out for us. Yeah, constantly. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so we're going to start off, t- we're actually going to do kind of a different thing this week, a little bit of a different thing. Peyton and I have been to some stuff that kind of entails all three of those things. And we're going to each talk about the thing that entails all of those things. And then Peyton's going to tell a story about the Bentonville Film Festival. So, yes, uh, kind of excited about that. Cause I haven't heard the story yet. So anyway, Peyton. Would you like to kick off this local lowdown? I would love to. Um, so I'm going to kick it off with, well, I, man, I'm used to saying like, oh, well, here's an event or like whatever it is, mm-hmm. but this is a trifecta. So I, for the past uh, two weekends, or no, not for the past two weekends, this past weekend, I went to the Rogers Farmer's Market and they have just kicked off their their new season overall. And man... Uh, I'm just so in love with it. So basically they have, so they have all the booths that they normally have on their normal farmer's market, but it's so much more lively now. Okay. It's, they have, you know, like a couple of food trucks around lemonade stands, whatever, um, around the main area, which is in downtown Rogers. There's like the farmer's market, um, the, 10 buildings. Oh, the grassy knoll in the middle of the square. Is that where it's at? No, it's, they're like there's like an L shaped of oh, ten buildings. Okay, it's not like the square. No. In, okay, gotcha. No, no, no. Cool. Um, but they have, you know, food trucks in that area. So their booths like were actually pretty diverse in their selection. Okay. Uh, they sometimes when you go to a farmer's market, it's like five people selling bok choy. Yes. But this is not the case. There was even a a booth for some kosher. Um, like unleavened like bread and pastries and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. But I know what I did do wrong during that scenario because I went up to him to the guy running the stand and I was like, Hey, so this is awesome. Like I've never seen, you know, somebody sell like unleavened products and what, you know, especially in the farmer's market. And he's like, yeah. And for some reason, <laughs> kosher and halal switched places in my brain. And I was like, oh. yeah, you don't see a halal bakery on. And oh, he was like, no. what? And I was like, what? <laughs> and then I just kind of took a sample and walked away. <laughs> oh, no, Peyton. It was really awkward. Oh, um, no. For those of you who are listening and don't know, kosher is for the Jewish people. Um, but The dietary <laughs> restrictions around yes. yeah, Jewish tradition. Um, but 
halal is the Islamic tradition of uh, like not eating pork and all of that business and eating clean, like mm -hmm. pure ceremonially clean. So I mixed up my major Abrahamic religions just <laughs> really fast and just kind of ran away. Uh huh. So that's fun. Um, otherwise, had a great time. Otherwise, <laughs> other than making a giant ass out of myself. <laughs> Whoops. Like... Yes. Okay. Uh, but I'm getting to the good part because now at the farmer's market, they have Yayo's burritos, like breakfast burritos, and they have actually have their uh, liquor license in the sense that they can have mimosas there and margaritas and mixed drinks and stuff like that. So you can like, have a mimosa. Yayo's does around. or the farmer's market? The farmer's market okay, does. Cool. So the farmer's market Dope. just has this, you know, kind of concession stand where you can get a Yayo's burrito and get a mimosa and walk around and shop at the farmer's market and have a good time. Mm -hmm. And also... Because Lauren Hildreth is very environmentally conscious, mm -hmm. everything for the most part um, is recyclable or compostable. And everything's very clear on where it should go. So the bins around, there's like compostable, recyclable, and then just plain trash. And on the tops of the bins, it's like, hey, if you got green silverware from the front, that's compostable, compostable, that's put it, it in here. Mm -hmm. And so... It's very and it's very clear. I've actually, I've actually never seen recycling and composting very clearly um, advertised and presented as I had there. Like what, I, there were no questions I had about okay. what to do with my stuff. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so that was really awesome. I really commend that. What else? Oh, once we kind of made our rounds, we like sat outside and enjoyed a Yayo's burrito and. Uh, Morgan got a mimosa, and we stumbled across this woman who's a who had their. <laughs> she had like a TI eighty four graphing calculator, and, and like, Peyton lost his mind. Peyton was so <laughs> stoked. I'm like, who goes to the farmers market with a TI eighty four and uh -huh. like some sine curves, or I guess more generically, they were like trigonometric functions. Yes, um, as every one of our listeners knows, right. You know, just chilling, just doing that. And so we approached her and I was like, hey, what are you like in like a math course right now? And she's like, no, I'm actually like a calc teacher from Oklahoma. And so all the way to Rogers. Yeah. So her husband was actually doing like a hundred kilometer bike race or bike ride, whatever uh -huh. that morning there. And she was just like, well, I'm going to go hang out. So she just went to the farmer's market and she was um, trying to prepare like a test for her students and, you know, had her graphing calculator and had her test and was just kind of preparing the test, drinking a mimosa, just hanging out. That's wild. That's yeah. so strange. She was so great. Uh, okay. So you mentioned here a couple of questions. Okay. Um, when you say diversity of booths, we're, I know some farmers markets have taken on kind of a weird sort of we're not just all farmers here we also do arts and crafts and i sell my arts and crafts at the farmers market did not it necessarily like it's wasn't that much of that like okay and the reason i know that is because some of them is basically the same some of the same people that tough the winter out and i've seen before in the winter mm -hmm. rogers farmers market um they were there but outside of them there weren't very many 
you know, arts or crafts or sewn things or crocheted things. Yeah. Um, those were pretty handled and they've been there forever. So it's nobody new. Um, I kind of appreciate that. I kind of, I think it's sometimes kind of silly when arts and crafts people show up at farmer's markets and I understand why they're there because it's another avenue for them to sell their work, but it, it takes, I don't know, it kind of turns it into like a first Thursday or first Friday sort of scenario where it's like, oh, this is no longer a farmer's market about food. Right. This is now a street festival. Well, and you come there to like pick up your veggies or your meat or whatever you come to get, but then you come across, you know... Some leather goods. And you're like, oh, um, I didn't... Now I feel bad. I feel like I should be shopping for that right now. Kind of but also card. not. It's like Saturday morning. You uh, shop your leather leather goods whenever you want. Who's <laughs> yeah. putting time boundaries on your leather goods? Yeah, fair. Okay, and then um, another thing: the liquor license thing. Oh yeah, that's a big. That's deal. so crazy because Bentonville Farmers Market, no alcohol. Right. So and far as I know, Fayetteville's Farmers Market I think is no alcohol. No, I've actually never heard of a farmers market having any alcohol and the fact that you i mean and when i go to attend or when i go to farmers markets it seems like people like show up and walk the block or whatever grab their stuff and maybe hang out and and talk or whatever or go get their palm read by the tarot card person who's always that always at a farmers market i've always just anytime i go to the fayetteville farmers market there's always someone there reading tarot cards and palms uh I don't know if they're still that's there. That's probably though. as abnormal as a liquor license at a farmer's market. <laughs> so I don't think that's normal. Yeah. Um, but the fact that you've like created this picture of like people were hanging out and eating food and, you know. it. Oh, yeah. It was a social event for sure. It was not just like, a, oh, I'm here to buy my bok choy, as well, you mentioned earlier. Yeah. Well, and compared to other farmer's markets around here that I've been to, um, it. It's very much stands out. I feel like the rest of the farmers markets have been kind of getting into a rut. Mm-hmm. Um, no offense to all of them that I've been to, but lots of offense, lots to of them. offense, the most offense, heaping offense on offense. So they just seem like they're standing out and doing something different. Mm-hmm. And yeah, on a lot of different levels, like, yeah, you can take the liquor license thing, but they definitely created a space where people can hang out. They set up tables people to sit at and then you know they provide something you can eat there right and you know kind of abnormal booths that can still appeal to people and doing the whole being green and recycling and composting thing really yeah. like it's they're really hitting it yeah and not afraid to say way to go lauren hildreth you're killing it yeah yeah so. shout out great yes that's so good man and that's every saturday from like 8 to 1 p.m Whoa, that's like a long farmer's market too then. It is. Because usually, or in my imagination of farmer's markets, they're, uh, sorry, you didn't get up before 10 a.m., you missed it. On a Saturday, you know, if you're not dressing out the door by 9 o'clock, you have missed the farmer's market. Yeah. But that may be my imagination about farmer's markets, not so much the reality. Is that when the tarot card lady leaves? I think that's probably when the tarot card lady leaves. Um, and Man. what's the point in even going if you're not going to get your future predicted? That's the only reason to go to a farmer's market. To know what I can expect in the next week. Yeah, I mean... What do my cards show? Where else are you going to go? 
I mean, they don't have a church service for tarot card readings. Like, <laughs> Sunday service for tarot cards, just palm readings just doesn't happen. God. So, got to get that in on Saturday. It's the week's end. Anyway. <laughs> Do you have anything else you want to say about the Rogers Farmer's Market that you I don't, except for, with? I already said this, I like it a lot. Good. I'll have to go check it out sometime, despite it being a bit of a drive. And despite... They're not, not being any tarot card readers. Really disappointing. Really, really upset about that. So, Zach, what what is your trifecta event, food, place? Yeah. So, last time we did a local lowdown, I told you about going to trivia and how I profusely apologized that I went to someone else's trivia that wasn't our trivia. You're still paying penance for that, by the way. Still, well, we're about to heap more, uh, heap more uh, confession on top of that. Oh, um, tell me you didn't. Well, Peyton, you know how there's willful sin and unwillful <laughs> sin. This was willful. This was unwillful. No, the oh, uh huh. Okay, the, the yeah. other one was willful. If it was, if it was willful, I would have gotten there on time to play. <laughs> <laughs> um, knowing that local lowdown was coming up soon. I was scrambling to try to find out what I could do uh, to do my homework for this because sometimes you find yourself in a rut and going to the same joints all the time because you really like those places. Um, And so I was like, I need to find somewhere new and get out and do something different. Um, And not to say that I've exhausted what Springdale has to offer, but you can only go to so many taco shops before it's like, okay, I need a change of pace. Um, and you will be back to the taco shops. It's not like you're quitting taco shops for good. Yes. Yes. Uh, so I was looking in Rogers, another Rogers recommendation. We've been doing much better about recommendations. We than have. I think we really though. like Rogers. Hey, Rogers rocks. Hey, Rogers rocks. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> I love if it. you haven't used that hashtag, you need to, because you know, it's starting to trend. It's getting important. It's, I mean, it's been important. Rogers has been important. It's always rocked. Um, so I was looking at places in Rogers to go hang out, get some food. And, uh, I actually hopped on leisure list, uh, actual real life recommendation for leisure list. I hopped on there because Google maps was just not offering me anything (laughs) worth looking at. Do you just Peyton go on Google maps and say things to do Uh, readings near me? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, usually, usually. Uh, yeah, I pull up Google Maps on my phone and I say food near me. And if anything looks interesting enough, then I might go try some new food. Um, don't try that, y'all. It's a big waste of time. It is. Hey, there's a McDonald's on the road. <laughs> it is. It is turned into like a actual big waste of time. Um, but I hopped on Leisure List, knowing that's where I should have gone all along. And. Uh, one of the insider picks was City Pump in Rogers. And I've heard uh, people talk about, ca- casually talk about City Pump. Um, but I wasn't quite even sure what it was. I just heard people talk about hanging out there. And so it was a Monday night, and I was like, I'm just going to go check out City Pump. Because as I was reading what was going on, on leisure list and then hopping over to their Facebook page to see what it was. I was like, Oh, that's interesting. They have food there. They have beer there. They, it's a place to sit. And the weather's turned really, really nice too, Mm -hmm. which is like a good recommendation for the farmer's market. Like the weather's just nice. So it's 
also just really nice to go sit outside while you eat or hang out or whatever. Um, so spaces that are offering those sorts of situations where you can be outside have been like what I've been looking for a lot recently too. Um, and city pump is offers that sort of thing. So I drive up to Rogers and get to Rogers, um, at like seven ten or something like that. Um, and city pump, if you don't know, is a gas station with garage doors on the front of it. That's been converted into a tap room. Uh, they have like chalkboard walls everywhere and local art hanging up. And they also have a lot of outdoor seating. There's still, the pump is still out there, but it's disconnected obviously from any sort of, uh, gasoline, you know, to prevent fumes from just fires or or fires or explosions. Yeah. (laughs) Keep explosions (laughs) away from our local eateries, uh, is something I always say. Um, (laughs) and then they also in that parking lot where you would park if you were at the gas station, they've just filled it up with six food trucks. Um, and so they've got several. There's Saigon Local, which is brand new. I think they're opening like this weekend uh, there at City Pump. There was Big Sexy Food, uh, which I've not eaten yet. It looks off the chain. They were closing when I walked up, so I didn't care to bother them. Um, Loaf and Joe's is there if you've ever had Loaf and Joe's. Um, there was like a, I can't remember the name of it. It was like Bourbon Street. It was like Louisiana style food. Uh, there's another one that was closed. I can't remember what it, what it was, but I went to one called Boondocks Grill. Uh, I went to one. I walked <laughs> 10 feet to the food truck that was sitting there. Um, and first, it's a Puerto Rican food truck. They also have Mexican food and different things, but it's primarily Puerto Rican. Uh, maybe my favorite thing about Boondocks Grill is it says like Boondocks Grill up top, but it's clearly like a truck or a trailer that's been converted from something else to this food truck because on the side of this food truck is this it's a wrap it's wrapped is a giant white-tailed deer just on the side of the trailer and i have very out of place i have no idea why it's like a a nature it's like it's a photograph it's not like illustrated or anything but it's this huge white-tailed deer in like the woods and that is like the side of the truck i wonder if that's a tarot card very puerto rican um maybe that means something to you it it doesn't it doesn't mean anything it will uh in your next reading it'll make sense they're gonna be like the stag dog i gotta go back (laughs) i gotta go back to that food truck that's gotta be what it means um so I was looking over their menu and I was talking to the guy who was working the truck and I was like, Hey man, what's good? Cause I'm not familiar with Puerto Rican food at all. Um, and he was like, it kind of depends. Are you like hungry? Are you kind of just wanting something small? I mean, they I have want like, to eat something. <laughs> so I'm at the sweet. Wait, truck. are you here for food or did you just want to enjoy our nice big deer on the side of our truck? Um, and I was like, yeah, I'm kind of looking for dinner, like a real meal. I'm not trying to like, just have some food with a beer. Um, and he's like, okay. So he made a recommendation to me. I did not take his recommendation. Wait. Yes, I did. (laughs) Well, what happened was he made a recommendation, uh, for what was like their signature dish, um, which I'll get to it because I did order it. And then I was, 
asked him about something else on the menu after he recommended that to me, like a real great patron. Um, I immediately ignored his suggestion, asked about something else on the menu. Um, so he kind of told me what that was. They had uh, sandwiches and Mexican food and that sort of thing. They had the thing that I was asking about was this thing called Mafongo, which I did not order. Uh, sounded incredible. They had like pork, pork chops and Puerto Rican rice. So much food, huge plates of food for what I would like expect to come out of a food truck. But I ordered the recommendation that was given to me was the Triplata sandwich. Now, Peyton, I've got Triplate, Triplata. Uh, I'm trying to Triplata. T R I P L E T A, not P L A T E A. Triplata. Yeah. So I guess it is Puerto Rican. What language do Puerto Ricans Spanish? Do they speak Spanish in Puerto Rico? <laughs> yeah, I'm. I don't know. Um, anyway, <laughs> well, the reason I ask, okay. the reason I ask is because try could be three. It was a three meat sandwich, is what it was conveying. Okay. But try plata. Plata is not meat in Spanish. So I was wondering, like, is this something else? And clearly, it's something else. I just have no idea what it was. So okay, Peyton didn't finish Spanish. I didn't finish Spanish. Um, I had to look up what was in the sandwich because it came out and it was almost like an open face sandwich. It was like a loaf cut in half. And then it was like spread open. Like you will not eat this sandwich like a sandwich. You will have to eat this as an open face meal. Um, and you could make out some of the ingredients, but like the most obvious thing off the bat was it was sprinkled in like toothpick French fries. Oh, so that's what you're looking at is you're okay. looking at this sandwich that you ordered and it has French fries on the sandwich. Hmm. And I got a side of Puerto Rican rice. Can I just like an aside? I'm going to talk about the sandwich the rest of the time. <laughs> but Puerto Rican rice from this place was some of the best rice I think I've ever eaten. It was so good. And I ha I can't tell you what was different about it. It was so good. Recommend Puerto Rican rice from Boondocks Grill. I don't know if it's any good anywhere else. <laughs> Loved it very much. Okay. Let's talk about... <laughs> a sandwich. A triplata uh, sandwich. It is a huge, huge sandwich. Um, and this is what is traditionally on the sandwich. Okay. And mine had all this on it, just so you know. Um, grilled cube steak, ham... Pork, Swiss cheese, cabbage, lettuce, tomatoes, ketchup, mayonnaise, onions, and potato sticks. It's just everything. Yes, it is everything. Mine also had um, grilled peppers on mine. Ketchup, mustard. I don't even like mustard for one. Like, I hate mustard. And I was like, oh, that's mustard on my sandwich. Um, I managed to squeeze pieces of the sandwich clothes and like tear off a piece so I could eat it as a sandwich. But there was no way like you just fold this over. Like even the size of the loaf is like, you're not going to fit this whole yeah, don't sandwich fight it. in don't your fight mouth. It. Just feel it. Um, I also determined during also the French fries, like I said, were toothpick French fries, just my favorite French fries, uh, not these specific French fries, but the thinner the fry, the better for me. I know that might be highly controversial for some people, but the thinner the fry, the better. And they were like toothpick fries and they were great. Anyway, um, 
So I'm eating this sandwich. It's really great. It's really great. A really weird mix of textures and uh, flavors and aromas from what is clearly a very strange amalgam of a sandwich. Um, but really, really good. I wasn't expecting to like it as much as I did. I was also not expecting myself to finish the whole thing. Um, but then I got to thinking about it. What do you do with a sandwich with all of these, there are juicy meats with like juicy vegetables with mustard and mayonnaise on it. How does that stay in a fridge overnight? And the answer is it doesn't. So I determined to eat the whole sandwich and just hurt for the rest of the evening because <laughs> there was so much food on my plate. Um, and maybe the thing above all other things is there is no such thing as a good reheated French fry. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. Um, once the French fry goes into a refrigerator, you've lost that food. Like, it is, you, you don't have that food anymore. Um, so I knew those French fries were not going to be any good. So I just determined to eat it all. Um, and I washed it down with some Ozark beer that I got uh, inside at the bar. Um, as far as the city pump goes like it was like a really neat spot for hanging out there's plenty of spots outside they had giant jenga which was cool made out of two by fours um and then like i said a lot of it was like chalkboard wall kind of aesthetic everything was handwritten on the board or whatever um they had <laughs> this is another thing i really like about city pump they had all these local beers on tap and then the, <laughs> they had a domestic on tap also um, and the one thing that they had on tap that was not local was Miller Lite, <laughs> which is just great. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> There's just Miller Lite on tap because um, Miller Lite out of a can is unbearable, I guess. Um, I just think it's funny. I'm, I'm just thinking to myself, I'm so spoiled by being here because, you know, like now I hear like, oh, Miller Lite on tap. Oh, what a joke. <laughs> That's so dumb. Like, We're so spoiled. I know, but it's also like, think of the people who drink Miller Lite all the time and someone finally has it on tap. Like, the appreciation in your heart must be overwhelming. It's like if you have lived, if you grew up in North Carolina, grew up on Cheerwine, moved away from North Carolina, didn't get to have Cheerwine anywhere, and you went home to a restaurant and they had Cheerwine coming out of the fountain Coke machine or whatever... You probably lose your mind. It's like Cheerwine is back, baby. It's not the same. It, I, I don't know. I'm not from North Carolina. I don't drink Miller Lite. Trivia. They had, it's called Stump Trivia Game or whatever. I did not participate. Like I said, I showed up too late. Some of the hardest questions that I've ever heard in trivia in my life. Uh, it was incredibly difficult. Do I don't, you have a sample question? Um. I could have a sample question, but I would under, there was just so much information packed into every question. They were like all GRA questions or GRE questions. <laughs> yes, but it was almost like GRE questions if you studied biology and then you went to take the GRE and it was just a mix of like history and politics and other sciences that aren't biology and mathematics. 
they were all just like hyper, hyper specific, like events that happened in 1993. Who is this first governor who was elected to this office in New York City? Yeah, that's very specific. It was like strangely specific and okay. really difficult. Um, I did not participate. I observed. Um, however, Peyton, as we are wont to do, we are constantly um, spreading the joy of Hey Hey NWA all over mm. this great area. Yes. Um, constantly graffitiing things, uh, writing on walls. Do we do that? Do you not? <laughs> Didn't know the bar was so high. Oh, that's just me then. <laughs> um, I walked into the bathroom, and the bathroom walls are just all chalkboard. And they have like a bin of chalk in there where you can sign your name in the bathroom. And so right above the light switch, I wrote, hey, hey, NWA podcast. <laughs> and I was like, check us out. We're so cool. Um, so we'll see if that gets us any any sort of uh, followership or listenership. Uh, maybe someone who's listening right now may have been there that night. That's crazy. And spotted me sitting all alone outside by myself watching people play trivia. Struggling with the sandwich. Uh, struggling with the sandwich and trying to fight the dog off that was staring at me the entire time I was eating my sandwich. If you are listening, it was good to see you. Um, <laughs> it would have been even better to talk to you. <laughs> I'm pleasant, I promise. Um, so yes, I did defile the bathroom by writing our name on the wall. Um, it looks like it gets cleaned regularly, so we'll see if that pans out with anything. Anyway, so that is City Pump. Go check it out. I enjoyed it. You should too. Okay, Peyton. The, okay. The time we've all been waiting for. I Yes. Your Bentonville Film Festival story. Yeah. Which I have not heard but you participated with the Bentonville Film Festival. I did. Without my permission. With, <laughs> I did not ask. Um, I saw it in the cards. And you did. I was like, I need to act on this immediately mm -hmm. um, without telling anybody. That was also a card. It said, don't tell Zach. <laughs> that was weirdly specific. That's so I weird. Don't, I don't normally see this one when I'm playing tarot. The, yeah. The, yeah. But yeah, it told me not to tell you. Anyway, so I had the opportunity uh, due to... Uh, work connections, I got the opportunity to introduce a film and also run the the panel for the questions after the film. Mm -hmm. And so this was actually super cool. So um, the film, right off the bat, it's a... How the director described it is a family film with a modern twist. And the modern twist... <laughs> is because the name of the movie is called Les Bomb. Wait and a second. Hold up. Let me see if I can figure this out. Okay. You can do it. The mom's a lesbian. No. So. What? Hold on. <laughs> well, why the mom? Because it's Les Mom. Les Bomb. Oh, Les Bomb. Like, I thought it was Les Mom, which I thought is funny also. <laughs> sure. Okay. Um, one person in the crowd thought it was like Lay Bomb, like Le Bomb. Lip and they bomba. were a little confused whenever they got <laughs> They were here this weekend, actually, as well. They oh, were at good. the film festival. They did a concert. Um, so that's fun. Did they just play that song seven times? Uh, maybe. The, anyway. I was not there, fortunately. Okay. Les uh, so anyway. Les Bomb. Movie is called Les Bomb. It's about uh, this one woman coming home to Thanksgiving with her family, but her plan is like, come out to her family on Thanksgiving. And so she, um, she has a girlfriend at the time, and so she... Brings her, but every time she tries to come out, 
it, it's like super funny. Like every time she comes tries to come out, she's either misinterpreted or something wild happens, and like her family is just like crazy, and like her brother is trying to get with her girlfriend, and but she's trying to communicate like that doesn't work. <laughs> like she's she is my girlfriend, but he's like no, like I'm <laughs> that can't stop me, <laughs> and like just all this craziness like. The sure. mom's like, oh, no, you're best friends. Like, she's not your friend. She's your best friend. It's like, that's not what I meant. She's your girlfriend. <laughs> Y'all yeah, are girlfriends. Exactly. And then it's it just gets, like, more and more chaotic. Like, um, like there are just all these scenes of just, like, chaos happening. Uh, like, their uncle comes to Thanksgiving, but he's, like, a total pothead. And so, like, he's smoking weed in the bathroom on, the like, the floor below and then like knock something over and like leaves the joint there and like everything catches on fire and they have to move Jesus somewhere else. H. And like, it's just like, it just goes and goes and goes. And it's, um, it's like funny, like a lot of the time, but then it like hits serious points too. But like, it's, it was a really good like indie film, like death at a funeral. Have you seen death? Yes. At a funeral? Yes, yeah. I have. Okay. So similar concept. Okay. Except for, you know, the lesbians. <laughs> so <laughs> yes. anyway, so, uh, I got the opportunity to introduce the film and I, it was super cool because I, I got to the film early. Um, it was a Thursday afternoon. I got to the film early and uh, her name's Jenna Lorenzo. She's the, like the writer and the director. Um, she was there, but also like a bunch of the cast was there. And because it's about like a, you know, a family for Thanksgiving, it's just a lot of characters. Mm-hmm. And so there must've been like six to eight of them like all there just watching the movie and they were like so lively and they were a great time. And then um, everybody came in and it was a sold out movie, um, which was kind of odd because it was four thirty on a Thursday and normally film hmm. festival, like your peak movies are more like at night or more on Friday and Saturday. Yeah. And so it was just a lot of energy right off the bat. And so I was able to introduce it and everybody was super pumped and I was just like rallying everybody up. It's like, are you ready? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, just it, it was more entertaining yeah. in the moment. Yeah. So introduced the film, watched the film, loved it. And the entire crowd was like laughing, crying, just like whole, whole bit. And then at the end I got to, yeah, interview the director, Jenna and her cast and crew. And it was great because, um, they, I, I got to ask like about those like chaotic scenes. Like there oh, was, no. there was a time where um, Jenna. Oh, and Jenna also acted in it, so she okay. was like the main character. Okay. And so, uh, like there was a point where she like tried to come out, and her brother was like, you know, just getting in the way. She like stuffed mashed potatoes like in his mouth, like in like this like fight and like chaos. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh yeah, during that fight, like Jenna's ring actually just fell off and fell into my <laughs> mouth. But like all the small, small stories like that. Um, Jeez. And it's and it was just a blast. Like everybody had a great time. Everybody loved it. Uh-huh. And uh, afterward, um, they they really liked me too. <laughs> so they were like, Thankfully. hey, we're having like an after party thing at um, Ramo, which is like the wine bar, the wine. And um, they also like sell olive oil and is different stuff Roma like that. Is it Roma or Ramo? Um, it's Ramo. I have no idea. I've never been there. <laughs> yeah, it's in Bentonville. Okay. Um, but Ramo, it's a wine bar. It's also, you know, sells like olive oil and stuff like that. Um, they're like, yeah, we're having an after party there. You should totally come. And so we ended up going and uh, energy was super great there. And drank a bunch of olive oil. <laughs> shots of olive oil. And, gotcha. And they were super great. They're, and 
at the after party, they were like, hey, so it's showing again, like, tomorrow afternoon. Are you going to, like, introduce us on two? And I was like, no, like, I'm seeing, like, other movies at the festival. And they're like, oh, man, like, that was a lot of fun. Like, That's so sweet. Yeah, they were super nice and a ton of fun and... It was actually the world premiere of their film. Like that's the that this is the film festival that they used to premiere their film, uh-huh. and it got well received. And actually, at the film festival, it uh, won the best picture, like the jury best picture. Whoa! Decided by the jury. Whoa! Yeah. Did you get best uh, <laughs> interview, best introduction, and best MC well, for a film? Uh, you know, they didn't give out those awards. They, yeah, did they? I know. I, I mean, I accepted ballots, but I just didn't know where to give them. Like, yeah. So yeah, no competition. No. Can we even call it a win if you didn't? I mean, you also lost. No one else was even competing. It was, it was just a <laughs> just a draw all around. So it was a great time. I was so honored to just be part of the film festival and mm-hmm. being able to interact with um, the actors and actresses and directors and all of that. And I'm actually friends with them on Facebook now. Whoa. Yeah, that was super cool. Peyton, you're going to be in a movie. I'm going to be in a movie. And someone's going to shove mashed potatoes in your face. <laughs> I'm going to be a ring in my mouth. I'm going to be like, where did this come from? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, great time. Um, I did get to go to other parts of the film festival, too. And uh-huh. the other movies that I saw um, were pretty great. So, how I'm was, just going to breeze through them. How was Infinity War? <laughs> I saw that this weekend, but that's not a film I saw at the festival. <laughs> There was so much advertising for this stupid Avengers movie, like all over Bentonville come time of the Bentonville Film Festival. It was a little bit like, oh no, guys. No. Oh no. Uh, we messed up. Anyway. In the past, the theme has been like superheroes anyway, so whatever. Uh-huh. Anyway, so saw other films. I actually saw a really good documentary called Six Weeks to Mother's Day about Honestly, I didn't think it was going to be good before seeing it. Sure. So it's a documentary about this uh, children's... It's not exactly an orphanage, but it's like kind of a school. But uh, the, the point of the school is that this woman who's Mama Ayu, um, she runs the school and um, she describes it as a democratic school. Okay. So basically, um, it's built on this philosophy that all the kids... Um, are able to make their own decisions and they're able to, there's like goodness inside of them. Uh And so the like actions that they choose or what they vote on, like it is ultimately good and can benefit everybody. And so for example, like whenever uh, kids need to be punished or whatever, they literally have a, um, a council meeting and they propose like different kids propose different punishments or whatever. And even like uh, mother AU also suggests stuff, but sometimes she gets outvoted by the kids mm-hmm. and it's, it's like purely democratic and all of the kids like find confidence in themselves. Um, like it's, it's super interesting. And she is such an influential woman. Like, and this is just a school in Thailand, like okay. in the middle of Thailand. Gotcha. Um, huh. so crazy, but it's, it's such a good documentary. I, again, I did not think it was going to be good. And then it was just incredible. Right. Um, and then I saw like a short section. So I'm not going to talk about those because they're just like a bunch of those. Um, they're all about women's empowerment. The and short then, films? Short films. Yeah. Okay. And so the last one I saw was Time Trap. And that was a really interesting movie. So the concept is that these kids are um, beneath this archaeology professor 
and the archaeology professor is trying to explore um, the fountain of youth and you know trying to find that it sounds really cheesy it does but um, he he goes into this cave and he goes missing and so the kids try to go after him and what they've stumbled upon is this cave where time moves way slower than the outside world okay and so it gets very interesting because all the things you're like, oh, shouldn't this happen if time is slower in here and not out there uh-huh. um, actually happen? Like they, they go into the cave and go outside and it's been like years later and like the kids, you know, their parents don't know where they are. And then eventually time goes by like a lot where the earth is like almost decimated and like aliens and also in the cave itself, like before they got there, there's like cave people and like medieval style. Mm-hmm. It, like it's, it's everything that you would think would happen. Um, like even there's a point where uh, they have a rope going from outside of the cave into the cave, like hanging down. And so as they go down, um, time continues to pass outside. And so the rope snaps above them because oh. it, it's decaying. like small things like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Really interesting movie. Super cool. Um, and well done. And they've actually been approached to make, maybe potentially make it a mini series. Interesting. So that'd be interesting, but, uh, good choices in films. It's, so I had a good time. Yeah. That one seems like just a playground oh, yeah. for whatever sci-fi thing you want to do. You yes. know, it was almost on the verge on the side of like a horror movie at times. Cause like the cave people were in there uh-huh. and there were kids like there were like their siblings that were, that came with them cause they were just looking in this cave for their archeology span professor. It wasn't anything mm-hmm. big. So they brought like their one brought their sister, their little sister and things get like kind of scary and then tense like in certain parts. And so anyway, great movie time trap. Look for it. Yeah. I want to talk about this movie more cause I, but we don't have that much time we left don't. on the podcast. We, we don't. We've entered our, our own time trap, which is the end of the podcast. Womp womp. So anyway, um, I didn't get to see too much of the Bentonville Film Festival, but I had a great time and got a unique opportunity to introduce a film and meet all these people and then just kind of be a part of it. That's super and cool. So it was great. That's I had a great, great time. And I hate talking about things on this podcast, or specifically in the local lowdown that are like, you should have gone to this uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> because we try to recommend like events that you can go to like a week from today sure. or, you know, a month away. Yeah. Um, but really check out the film festival next year. Um, I really hate it when people are like, Oh, like I don't want to go to the film festival. Like who, who has film festivals in their own town? That's yeah. so rare. Just get out and go to it. Yeah. And it's, and it, you don't have to make it a huge commitment. Like go after work on a mm-hmm. Wednesday. Yeah. Just go check out a movie and, those directors, those indie film directors and all that, they really appreciate it. So, and it's typically the first week in May. So go check it out. And then if you do want to go see some upcoming films, we actually earlier this week talked to Dogpatch USA, uh, the filmmakers that are making uh, a film about this theme park that existed in Harris, outside of Harrison, Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're showing it on May 18th in Harrison, um, you'll hear that episode on Monday. Tickets will go live on Monday, May 14th. And then the film will be shown on Friday, 
May 18th mm-hmm. in Harrison. So if you're looking for a film, if you're like, oh, Dagnabbit, I missed out on an opportunity to see something really neat that someone local made or that you know no one has seen before. This is a world premiere of this thing. There's one going to be in Harrison, Arkansas, of all places. Yeah. They can go check out. Uh, and like I said, the tickets will be up on Monday to go check that out. So also something coming up film festival-wise, Fayetteville actually has a film festival. I mean, it's not as you know huge as the Bentonville Film Festival because Bentonville is Bentonville. Yeah. But Fayetteville has a film festival in September, right? Yeah, it's September 20th through the 22nd. So um, it's a little early. <laughs> to maybe start planning for that. But uh, if you are really looking for opportunities to see brand new films, movies, documentaries, etc., that will be in Fayetteville, and that'll be close, much closer than Harrison. Um, but anyway, there's another one if you want to go check that out. That's coming up in September, May, June, July, August, four or five months away. Yeah. Lots of time to plan. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Anyway. Um, if you are looking for more events where you can hang out with uh, Peyton and myself, we will be doing trivia the night this comes out, our kickoff for trivia. We had kind of a false start last week. Yeah, because it was supposed to rain, and then it, it was terribly rainy, and so we canceled it. But then last minute, it turned incredibly nice, and we couldn't kind of... We couldn't reverse that. And there was also the film festival. It was kind of just like a chaos. firestorm of other things going on. Um, so we're actually having our real, real kickoff um, tonight. Tonight, if you're listening to this on Thursday. Um, and then if you're listening to it Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we're having karaoke again. I'm mm-hmm. so excited. And it's every other Saturday. And so if you're listening to this, you know, when it comes out, it's always going to be the Saturday of when you listen to this. Because this episode, this content, is actually Ooh. also every other week. So whenever there's local lowdown, there's also karaoke. Yeah, what a good uh, thing. Good thing. Yeah. There's a... I don't know the name for it. Anyway. It's a fortune card. It's a fortune card. Um, just a friendly reminder that karaoke's coming up when we show up in your podcatcher. Really. Um, anyway, yeah. And trivia has some really good prizes. If you guys, Oh my gosh. Yeah. This time around they're the winning team of up to four people will get lifetime memberships at bike rack, which go for a hundred dollars a piece. Actually a really big deal. And I didn't know we scored such nice prizes. <laughs> uh, Please come out. <laughs> yeah. You might win like in a forever prize. The yeah. forever prize. Like the until you die forever prize. And you get to drink out of a big fancy membership mug that no one else gets to have. Mm-hmm. And uh, you get to wave in people's faces and yell at them about how you're a member and they're not. And you laugh in their faces and you say, mine's free. Anyway, it's fun. <laughs> yeah, it's Peyton does it to me often, <laughs> which is... No, I just say, hey, Zach, normal. when are you going to get a membership? And he's like, ah, uh, not now. Yeah, it's very accusatory. Um... <laughs> cool. Well, thanks for listening. If you've gotten this far... If you haven't already, go ahead and like us on Facebook. We are Hey Hey NWA Podcast. And also on Instagram, we're Hey Hey NWA Podcast with no underscores or spaces. And then we have a Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash Hey Hey NWA. Also, we have t shirts on sale. Yeah, that's true. And we are excited to sell those to you. And we will hand deliver them to you upon request. Just send us a message on Facebook and we will deliver that. Yeah. Uh, if you want to find us anywhere else, we're found in bathrooms and tarot card houses across Northwest Arkansas. And to see us off, 
have a heck of a heck of a day with Hey Hey NWA. That reference will make sense once you listen to our Dog Patch episode on Monday. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you.